summoned through the dimension of sound. People explore the musical world which they believe to be true. But there is a world unheard by some that is filled with stories of an unknown reality, a jazz side. My guest today is an impressive young lady who is so cool and very talented, Julia Blenzik. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, hey, Julia. It's so exciting <laughs> to have you. I remember you when you were a little bitty something. Um, thanks for doing the show. It's Tales a pleasure to be here. Okay, so now, uh, let's get started. You play several instruments, right? Yeah. Okay, and you're also a songwriter. Mm-hmm. Now, what are, the, what are the instruments that you play? I play drums, piano, and my main thing that I'm doing is a singer. Oh, okay. So, and you, so you, and you also write songs, right? My own music, yeah. Um, now, usually songwriters, they have a, a type of process of writing. And, like, some people can only write if they have a CD uh, or a book deadline, you know, if you're a, a writer of novels. Others write over a period of time. Now, do you have a process that you... There's no exact way to doing it, but what I find that usually happens is it'll just come out of nowhere. An experience or something that someone says to you. For me, it's always words first, and I'll start off with a poem, or it's just something that happens. I'll be sitting in school, and I'll just be thinking about something that has happened in the past, Mm -hmm. and then something will just come, and then the minute I get home... I'll go to my basement and start something. Is that the same basement? Same basement. <laughs> Many fun times we've had down there. Well, yeah, okay, so now that's going to lead us into like the interview that was before. Now, your father is a, a pianist and a composer and the yes. teacher of Charles Blenzik, right? Uh, now, he seems to be, to me, to mm-hmm. be the ultimate uh, musical father. Oh, yes. Yeah? And what do you mean? You say, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. He has, oh, some people might say that it's hard working with your dad mm-hmm. because there, even though it's, it's, you, you still know it's your dad, so you might act differently mm-hmm. because I have a vocal teacher and, and there's a certain way that I act with her, more focused, okay. because he's my dad. I'm right. going to act like he's my dad, so sometimes it's hard. But he has always helped me, and he's always so willing yeah, he takes you out on the road. You've been out yes, on the road with us. Yeah. That, I can't wait to go again. <laughs> Every time I go out, it's another adventure. We are so, I love going out on the road. Now, do you take piano lessons from him? Yes. Okay. We just had one yesterday. Okay. As much as the time we could fit in. Okay. And you're also studying voice? Yes, well? I am. Okay. With my vocal teacher, lessons every week, Lindsay, mm-hmm. from Encore Music. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, um, do you practice a lot? Do you... I try to. I practice a lot. Every, even my brother says this. They get annoyed with me. When you're a singer, you don't need to have your instrument. Your instrument is with you all the time. Absolutely. So it could get very annoying if you're just <laughs> around the house basically yelling right. and practicing. Right. But, yeah, I try to get it in every day. Yeah, well, that's an interesting thing that you mentioned that because that's one of the things I always tell uh, my vocal students mm-hmm. is you have – your instru- the lucky thing about us ha- as a singer is that we carry it with us. Mm-hmm. So we can practice anywhere, all the time, everywhere. It's never like we <laughs> yes. got to pull out big old keyboards or drums. And, um, so now this past Christmas, mm-hmm. 
you made your first CD, Very and exciting. it was called A Child's Christmas. Now, what was that like for you? It was amazing because it was. I'm only 14. So this is all very new to me, and it was the first time I was recording mm-hmm. with people other than my dad. Yeah. Oh, okay. With um, Jerry McIntosh. It was a great experience, and it was a lot of fun for me, and then they made it feel very comfortable for me. Okay. It was a good uh, time. Did you know the musicians that played uh, in this, or is it just a, a group that was already preset, and then you went in and, and worked with them? Or Well, how it happened was they had the tracks laid down, Okay. and so we recorded it in our basement, the mm-hmm. vocals, oh, and it okay. was great. Cool. So that made it a little bit more comfortable Very for comfortable, because it's in my own home. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you seem always so excited about music and singing. Yeah. And, um, now, uh, with all that uh, piano lessons and vocal lessons, and, and that's a lot. You know, that's a lot to keep together. Mm-hmm. School, performing, <laughs> etc. all of that. I mean, it really is. How do you do that? How do you... What is, you know, for your schedule, do you plot out your schedule or do you just <laughs> go run and go, hey, whatever, I'm going to get stupid? I think that it's important to have balance. You have to balance out everything, the time that you spend with your friends hanging out, the time that you spend practicing, the time you have the schoolwork, and sometimes you have to sacrifice going out to work. Okay. And it's important to have your discipline. And... um Always, you'll do homework. I don't really get that much homework, so it's not a problem. Yet, right? Yet. Oh, <laughs> it's kidding. about to come. But um, it's just important to make sure you get everything in. But I don't really sit down and say, okay. Actually, sometimes I do. I'll, if I'm feeling very anal that day, I'll be like, okay, so from I'm going to wake up at 6.04, mm-hmm. get five minutes to chill and watch TV. Then I'm going to get ready to go to school, come back at 3.30 when I get out. Mm-hmm. I'll be home by 3.42. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll be very exact and try to make it, but it doesn't always work out. Right, right. Sometimes no, you I have like to, that, though, too. Yeah. I schedule out, you know, my hours and when I'm going to. Now, do you find that your friends, are your friends, like, um, supportive of this when you do? Like, when you mm-hmm. say, I can't hang out because I really want to work on this. Are, do you have friends that are supportive like that, or? It's funny that you say that because just the other night, my friend Gabby, who's, she is one of, she's my best friend, Mm -hmm. but she lives in Long Island, so she has been trying to sort of get into music, because she's a music lover. There are some people who like to listen to music, and there are people who really appreciate the work that goes into making it. There are not a lot of people who really understand the work that goes into making it. And she's one of the people who really appreciates words and the lyrics of songs and all the work that goes into it. So she's very supportive of this, and she actually, we were recording yesterday, just trying some stuff out, and it's Mm -hmm. cool. But some of my other friends, Again, I'm, I'm 14, I'm a freshman in high school, and so not a lot of the kids mm-hmm. that I hang around with um, have focus. Mm-hmm. They're just sort of loose. Mm-hmm. With me, or with other kids my age who want to go into this industry, it's hard because we're very different from them. Mm-hmm. We have a focus, and it takes up most of the time. So if sometimes I go and they can't, and I can't, get out, I can't go out with them, mm-hmm. and they're going to go to the movies or something, sometimes I'll say, no, I can't go, and they'll say, but you worked already yesterday, I said, but it's an everyday <laughs> thing. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, it does separate you, and it can be isolating to mm-hmm. some. I know uh, as a child growing up, and just I started singing at two, two mm-hmm. years old. I knew when I was two years old I wanted to be a singer, and so I did. I 
played in clubs at seven and eight years old. And, I, and so all my focus was always on music and creating that. And it does create something with you mm-hmm. where you just kind of think differently and your, your uh, priorities are different. But it pays off. Yeah. It does pay off. And you can see that because your father is a successful uh, musician. And uh, you see through him the amount of work and mm-hmm. dedication. And I think, now do you think that that's helpful for uh, kids when they're like having at least something to look at, you know, like a parent mm-hmm. or something? Too? Every morning, because I tend to wake up later on the weekends, every morning <laughs> when I wake up, I'll hear him practicing and it just makes me more motivated because after he gets up the piano, I'm right next in line and right. then I start. It's wow. great to have him there. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's great. Now, um, do you have any projects you're working on? I understand you're yes, working on something Yes, I am. New? After the Christmas album and recording and having that experience, I said, oh, I really want to start making my own stuff mm. and trying out new sounds. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on originals. I have three ones that are solid mm-hmm. that I really like, mm-hmm. and I'm just always going to keep working on originals. So when do you see uh, finishing that project? Like, when do you think you're going to have that CD out? In 2015? or Hopefully soon, mm-hmm. but I feel like since me and my dad are such perfectionists, yeah. it will never really be finished. There's always going to be something else to add, something else to correct, vocals to be redone. Right, well, you got to let it go at some point, right? Some point. <laughs> okay, so now, are you ready to walk into the basement with me? Yes, I think so. <laughs> okay, now, tell us, uh, first of all, you're doing great. You're Thank doing you. absolutely great. This is a great, fun interview. So, okay, tell us about someone you've worked with who was a little frightening to oh, you, okay. but in a good way. So, growing up around my dad, he has prepared me by um, g- disciplining me and yelling at me. <laughs> but that's okay, because he's prepared me for um, anything that could happen mm-hmm. when starting out in this industry. And so, I remember I was so scared even though I was recording in my own home mm-hmm. I remember how I got on the Christmas gig it's the best story I'm gonna tell if that's okay okay great <laughs> Jerry McIntosh who I've known for quite a long time because he works at SUNY Purchase where my dad teaches okay so one day he came over and he was gonna work on some of his projects with my dad and I said ayo Jer you want some Fruit Loops? He said, yes, that, that's just what I need. I would love some Fruit Loops. So I said, I got you. So I got out the bowl. I put in the Fruit Loops, cereal first, not the milk, because you can't put in the milk first. You have to put it in a second. And he starts eating. He said, hey, Julia. I said, hey, Jerry. He said, I have this cool project. Oh. I said, oh, I, what is it? He said, I'm looking for someone to sing on this Christmas album. Interesting. So... Automatically, I just was like, so many things. I was like, oh, my God, this is really good. It could be really good. Yeah, yeah. And I was very scared because I was like, this is the first, you know, real yeah, it's not project like, I was yeah, working exactly, on. I wasn't exactly. working with my dad. Right, it feels right. very casual when <laughs> right. I'm working with him. And I remember the first day of recording, I felt, I remember the night before my dad was putting me to sleep, I said, Dad, I don't know if I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I don't feel, I felt prepared. 
but it was a it, it felt all very new uh-huh. so the day of recording i was very scared it was a great session though yeah because jerry felt like family and okay and it was scary because you're it's something that you were not familiar mm-hmm. with now did you think that you you might there could be a possibility that you may let jerry down oh uh, that was rushing through my head the whole time okay. because the last thing i would want to do because he picked me right i right, felt very right. like wow <laughs> This is, like, my first... I didn't want to let anyone down. Yeah. That's the whole time. I was trying not to focus on that, yeah. but it's kind of impossible not to focus on it because mm. at that time, I think I was 12 and 13. Right. And so I was very young. St- I'm still young. Right, 14. right, yeah. But, um... <laughs> yeah, but, um... I love it. It was very weird because the whole time I was thinking... I, w- I just wanted to put something out there that I was going to be very proud of. Right, and I think right. I did that... Yeah, I think you did too. I'm it's very proud of that. Really nice. It's Thank uh, you. a child's Christmas. Kids' Christmas. A, a kids' Christmas. Oh, I have it written down here as a child's Christmas. It's a you beautiful know. cover. Did you design the cover? No, there was actually a huge process in what the cover was going to be mm-hmm. because um, we were already a year late with the um, okay. of it coming out because of the Sandy Storm. Okay. Yeah. John Clatcher, who plays guitar on it mm-hmm. and produced it. His house um, got destroyed, so it oh, put wow. us back a year late. So when we were picking it out, it all felt very rushed. But um, I forget what the girl's name is. Amy, Amy something. Amy, right. great person. <laughs> she designed it, and it's beautiful. Yes, it really is, and it will be on our website uh, because I'll have it featured there, and people can listen to some samples of it and mm-hmm. uh, and purchase it. If right? you would like, I'd love for you to purchase it. <laughs> On Amazon, iTunes, we also have samples of it on YouTube. Yes. Google Julia Blenzig, uh-huh. and you can hear a little bit of and it. And that's all going to be in the blog that I write about you as well. So <laughs> we'll make sure we have all that information. Okay, so now, the mm-hmm. second question. Uh, what is the scariest work, like in any medium, like painting, photographs, books, movies? Is there anything in those? Yes. Ah. There's a movie. There, it's a series of movies. It's two movies called The Purge. That came out. Everyone knows what this movie is. And it's about, for those of you who don't know what it is, it's about how the government has allowed one day of people to do whatever they want. All laws, there are no laws. And they go around killing people. Mm -hmm. And that I think that's so scary because I feel like even though it's very unrealistic, it could happen. That's crazy to me. Yeah. That's crazy that it could happen that people, they said the reason for it was something like, oh, people got so angry, so they need to let out their anger by killing people. That's so crazy. So it gives them one day to just do, do whatever every, break as many, any yeah. kind of laws that they want, including murdering people. That's And it's just one day that they get to do that. Yeah. Right? right? Wow. Scary. Wow. It is scary. And it's anarchy. And it, yeah. it's just definitely possible. I mean, that's mm-hmm. very, I mean, where we're going. And we, we really shouldn't even be moving into a political conversation, although we can. <laughs> it's amazing, though. It, it's that's mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a scary concept. Really scary. Yeah. Okay, so now, mm-hmm. the final question. You ready? Yes. What is the scariest thing that ever happened to you while performing live? So my mom works in Queens at the Bayside Historical Society. Mm -hmm. So a lot of um, my performances have been through her. I'm very fortunate to have my dad be a musician, so a lot, I'm 
I'm, I have a lot of connections. They hook you up. They hook me up. <laughs> so I was going to sit in with my vocal teacher because they were hired to play at a long concert okay. that they were having at the Bayside Historical Society. And there was something like 500 people there. And I haven't even had much experience performing by myself with the band behind me, mm. except for like maybe in schools, mm. school performances. And so I was the whole time, because I was one of the last to be performing out. It was like me, I would be singing, and then the last song. Okay. So it was okay. sort of the finale. Okay. And, I, and I was playing a song, Rolling in the Deep by Adele. Mm -hmm. And I never really practiced it with them. I've only gone over it with my dad, right. who's helped me mm -hmm. with the form of the song. But I never did it with her and her band. Right. And I felt a lot of pressure because, not really pressure, but just I wanted to get it right. right, right. I wanted it to do good because I feel like every time you have a chance to perform, it should always be your best because you never know who's going to be out there. That's true. So I went on, and it wasn't that big of a mistake, but I was just so scared because there was a lot of people. And I feel like it's harder to perform in front of people that you know mm -hmm. instead of people that you don't know. And I knew a lot of people that were in the audience. My mom, a lot of friends came. Mm -hmm. So it was hard, but I got over it. It was it was scary. It was scary, uh, but I did it. Yeah, and and when it, it, and it is just an interesting point that you make. People that you know, mm -hmm. it is harder. Mm -hmm. Because strangers, you don't. I guess we don't care as much about what they think yeah, of us. Yeah, because we have no connection. Yeah, to exactly. Them. It's like, eh, whatever. I'm not gonna see you again. Mm -hmm. But you know, <laughs> like your parents or something. You gotta live yeah, with you them. have to live with them <laughs> every day. Go to school with your good, friends though. and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Well, you know, you have been an amazing guest. Thank you so much. And uh, I appreciate you doing the show. I appreciate you having me. Yes. So we will hear more from Julia Blenzik. We'll be able to check out her um, Christmas CD on uh, my blog that I write accompanying Tales from the Jazz Side. So we'll see you again, right? Thank you so much. All yes, right, darling. Seeing you. Okay, cool. And that wraps it up for us uh, on Tales from the Jazz Side in our Spotlight Edition. The jazz side is always there, waiting for us to enter and waiting to enter us. So, until next time, unplug your ear holes, for you never know what worlds may be waiting for you. <laughs>